the sun was out for like 30 seconds. Then it just ducked back behind the clouds. But it was. I saw it, Yerk. I saw the sun. Nothing Boy, wrong with well, that. Well, yesterday was gloomy. A lot of rain. Yeah, it a lot was of rain. gloomy. A lot it was of rain. 44 by me yesterday. It was warm. Thank God. It could have been snow. Up north there was snow? Yes. I believe they got some up north. But nothing uh, down near us. Thank goodness. We're live in the old National Bank. State Street Studios. Carmen and York. we got crosstalk in about an hour with Waddle and Sylvie. New Unhinged as uh, might even be available at this point. You're not going to want to miss it. It was uh, loads of fun. Although, man, you guys pick on me a lot in Unhinged with uh, one particular thing. Well, I, I mean, mean, listen, when you, when, when you throw it out there and you let the world know exactly what it is that you do like. Guys. Sorry. I mean... We You're have a fixation a on it. Special place to get that. I did. And Unhinged is going to be fun if anybody yeah. wants to tune in. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, we'll have McKnight at the movies in just a little bit. Connor's done uh, the slapstick variety here the last few weeks, Yerk. You know, we've done, what, he did Airplane, we did Naked Gun. I think Naked Gun was last week, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. So we've had some fun with uh, a few comedies. We'll see what Connor's got in store for us. I think he just uh, went out to... Spring training, by the way, so he's going to spend a little time out there. I hope, uh, boy, I, I hope Connor didn't say anything too mean about Tim Anderson at any point last year. Tim might come yeah, after him. Boy, going to go over and have a sit down with him. He might have a sit down. You, might, you weren't it, exactly complimentary of me when I wasn't playing. Uh, might uh, there's a little stretch where Tim Am, uh, Tim Anderson wasn't playing, right? Tim got hurt. Yeah, yeah he missed did, maybe yeah. three weeks. Oh, if he I'm not mistaken, was it more than that? Oh God, yeah. Tim, here, let's see. How That's when they had to sign Elvis, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. How many games did Tim end up playing last year? Tim only played 79 games last year. Oh, that's a lot more time yeah. Than, yeah, than I thought. And then by the time they thought about bringing him back, or did he did come back, though. No, I think at the end, uh, because at, the, at that point, didn't it just not make any sense, right? Lance Lynn was another guy that missed a lot of time early. Because early, because the spring, knee. Spring training, right? It was the knee, yes. 21 yeah. starts. Yeah. For Lance Lynn, I believe. 21 starts. Uh, sounds about right. Tim's last game last year was August 6th, York. And it okay. didn't make sense by the time he yeah. was going to be able to come back. It just, at that point, Cleveland, remember, it kind of ran away when it was all said and done. Remember? It wasn't do even I that remember? close. Yes, I do remember. Remember, there were key three game series and like six games in 12 days that they were going to yes. be a real big. And it, it, it didn't matter. It, it wasn't was, even that close. It, it was over. And so that's why it's a little uh, it's a little frustrating to hear Tim Anderson say the things he was saying yesterday. I, I don't know. I, I guess some at uh, Comcast or at NBC Sports aren't happy that we've just uh, we're, we're nitpicking on one thing. Chuck Garfine's the one who tweeted it out. He tweeted the chunk out that we he played. He tweeted out what you wanted to hear, what he wanted people to hear. So here's some of it in case you missed it. Tim Anderson yesterday on the Sox Talk podcast. The plan is, you know, we know not to, you know, do what we did last year. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of room to grow. And, um, you know, just a lot of confusion. A lot of people pulling from, from different angles, you know, uh, not just in the clubhouse. You know, fans as well. Um, a little bit of everybody. So, uh, you know, the ultimate goal is, you know, try to, try to dumb that down and get it back on, you know, pulling from the same screen with everybody, including you. Including me. What do you mean, including me? Including you. What are you trying to say? I ain't got to say it. You know what? I, I, what <laughs> that, that I was questioning why you guys couldn't win? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're a part of this and you're, like, and you're like one of our supporters and you see somebody struggling, that's like, you know, that's kind of like, uh, you know, if you see your wife struggling, you're going to pat her on the back, right? So that's kind of one of those things. If we're on the same umbrella, I think we should all be pulling from the same screen. And not tearing each other down, um, and not tearing players down, or you know we don't tear you down. So yeah. I think it's just one of those things we got to support each other. We support you. We make ourselves access to you. Yeah. You know when you want to talk to us, 
So it's just kind of one of those things that we all got to be, you know, be on a positive screen and pull from the same screen. And uh, I think we can be better as a whole. Yeah. Was I tearing you down? No, you weren't tearing me down. You just make you was causing a lot of confusion. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was causing. I was. <laughs> Chuck's dumbfounded. After a lot. I mean, but yeah, you yeah, gotta no, think about it. Fans listen to you. Yeah. Right. You're right. talking. We don't talk. We just play. <laughs> you, no, you talk. You can talk. We don't. We don't talk though. When the game's on, we don't talk. They're listening to you. Right. So uh, if we're putting out positive energy, then positive energy is going to always yeah. follow us. You know what I'm saying? I tried. Yeah. I tried to be as positive as I could. Okay. It's a rough season. It's okay. We understand. Um, you know, but but ultimate goal, man, is to you know just continue to go out and, and play hard, and uh, you know really see what happens. Um, Sox ended up losing the division by eleven games last year. Eleven. Yeah. They were a favorite probably into the middle of August. They were probably still the favorite to win that division. If I'm remembering correctly, they yeah. lost by 11 I think games. I've got a resolution for this issue. Maybe Tim Anderson should type up some talking points and things that the players allow the press to cover. What do you think? Every day, Tim Anderson comes I'm picking up, up with on your sarcasm. Yeah, a little bit. But he gets to do that. Mm. And then that's the only thing that anybody can talk about. And it's all got to be positive. All right. Well, listen... Uh, take the receipts then, I guess, T.A. Do what you got to do. You lost 12 nothing today to the Cleveland Indians. But, boy, I tell you, your I uniform looks great. It's absolutely fantastic. By the way, it's normally me making that mistake. You just made the mistake. What the Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't care. It's normally me making the right. mistake. See, but I don't care. It I, bothers you. It does. I'm when like, you oh, make the mistake. Why did I not get it out I of my head? I don't care that I made the mistake. You're still calling the Chargers the San Diego Chargers. I know, but they're the Guardians. So we'll yeah, go on the with it now. Guardians, the Guardians. The White Sox are still right there with them to win the division this year. So don't go out and go down your pant leg. You, 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 I, 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 it's, this isn't that complicated. Last year sucked. It, stunk. it downright sucked. It stunk for Sox fans. Can't rewrite it this year. You can't sit there and tell me because was, somebody it, said something about last year and how pitiful it was that, oh, well, you're the one that's responsible. No, individual fans make their own decisions. They're not led, you know, on a leash down a pathway. They can make their own choices and their own decisions on what they see. And Chuck does a good job of doing his best, I feel yeah. like, to sort of be positive. And yeah, did they kind of... You know, by the end of the season, it was tough. I, there gets to be a point where you just can't sugarcoat it There's anymore. nothing to be positive about. You know? Nothing uh, to be it, positive that, that, about. Right. I mean, that, that's reality. They're just, they, there got to be a point where you couldn't... Fa- you're just faking it if you're trying to come up with something positive. When you lose a division that you were expected to win virtually all year, when you lose it by 11 games and you grossly underachieve and underperform as a team... There gets to be a point where you can't just expect people to sugarcoat it for you and remain positive and optimistic. Some may choose to do that. Others will not. Jamie's in Grays Lake on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jamie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I, I just have been listening to people assess fields and say he's the worst quarterback in the NFC North. He's not in the top 10, top 15 NFL. And I'm wondering, wouldn't a better way to assess him to ask, be to ask the question, 
How many GMs in the league right now wouldn't trade field straight up for their quarterback, given his age, potential, contract, everything? And I don't think there's more than a half a dozen GMs that don't make that trade in a heartbeat. And so I, I just think he has a higher value than most people are giving him credit for. All right. Love to hear your ha- having a perceived value. Right, thanks, Jamie. And listing him as what where he belongs in the positional rankings are two different things. Do you know what I'm saying? They're two different things. Um, as I look at it quickly, he said five, six, maybe five, six guys out there that have absolutely no quarterback would be willing to make a trade for Justin Fields. Oh, sure. Um, I think when we ranked him in the NFC Central as the fourth quarterback, we also put the caveat that he's on the bullet train. Yes. And a lot of the bullet train has to do with his development and also everything you've got to put around him, which he had very little last year, and you're hoping to be able to protect your quarterback a little bit better. You're hoping to be able to get to the quarterback a little bit better this year, and you're also hoping to give him a receiver, a stud receiver, that could be his number one go-to guy. That's what you're doing. In fairness, you said he yeah. could very easily be the second-best quarterback by the end of next year. Yeah, by the end of the year, he could that, be the second-best. And when Aaron Rodgers goes, he's the best, the best. guy in the NFC. Right. That, NFC that's, North. But that's the, reality. Yeah. Yeah. We also ranked all the quarterbacks in the league earlier. We did that exercise last week. We did. And I had him 18th, 19th. In that range. Which puts him about the middle of the pack for we'll the quarterbacks that played. behind the middle of the pack. Yeah. But once again, hello, how are you? Let me tell you your name. He's on that bullet train again. Okay? He's on that bullet train. And things are going to get better. It's okay. It's okay to be realistic. Right. Okay? I don't live in fantasy land. But I do believe improvement was happening last year, and yes. I believe improvement's going to happen this year. There was improvement last year. You're right. Randy's in Northwest Indiana. Hey, Randy. Hey, how you doing, guys? Great. Good show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I, you know, I'm going to agree with the guys that I think the Bears need to reset on a quarterback. I, you mm. know, I think if Bryce Young's available, I think if the, if the Bears think he's available. Him, uh, you know, if Bryce, Bryce Young's going to be available, I got the first pick. Yeah, they got the first pick. I think you almost, you almost have to take him. Mm. I, I think he's the best quarterback coming out since the, the kid at Cincinnati now, Burrow. Burrow? Yeah, I think he's the best one that's come out in the last few years since then. And I think you, you take him, uh, you, you trade Fields. I think, you, I think you'll do better than expected for Justin Fields in this quarterback market. I think that there's some teams who are going to give up some players to get him. I mean, I know he's a running quarterback, and you need that coach who's going to let the quarterback run. But there's teams who do that. And I think the NFL is kind of shifting that way a little bit. You know, you don't have guys stand in the pocket as much. I mean, you look at what uh, Pat Mahomes did in those games that they won in the sure. uh, championship. He had to run that ball to get some key plays. And I think teams look at that and they're going to say, hey, I, we'll work with Justin Fields. Well, we'll it's, yeah, it's a nice added Mahomes. Mahomes' ability to be able to avoid the rush that, that's the key. by sidestepping, by sliding, by yeah. getting up there. Ran and it thing. was his one key run in the Super Bowl that yeah. put him in a position yeah. to, to kick that key field goal, recognize coverage, got away from pressure. And then gain like 35 yards in this individual It was a scramble. Think about the AFC Championship game, too. That was another uh, scramble. Yes, that's Randy, thanks for checking in. That that is a nice added bonus. What is that, off-pass play? What do they call those plays where you're going to drop back pass, and then all of a sudden the pressure is getting to you, and then it's a broken play. It's just a broken play. It's a broken play. Yeah, off something like that. That's the kind of play it is. You're improvising. It's nice when you have those physical attributes, and Justin's got them. Anthony Richardson, 6'4", 232. Yeah, I wanted to look him up to see why he was climbing the charts. He's a big boy. Yeah, six four two thirty two, five ten one ninety. 
Yeah. I still uh, have I'm just questions about, about Richardson. Yeah, though, well, I'm talking about pastor. the physical, yeah. physical stature. Yeah. Um, one would definitely, if Bryce Young was 6'4", 232, well, this would be a no I don't think there's not any, any question in the world. Yerk, if he were 6'1", 210, I don't think this yeah, would be a any question. question whatsoever. It's all come down to his size. Yeah. That's what it is. I hey. don't think it's a question at all. And it always comes down to size. That's what they say. Yeah. Look up Will Levis. Will, I already have. What yeah. are the, I mean, Will, I bet you he's 6'5". What's Will? No, Will Levis 6'3". 6'3"? All right. I would have thought even a little six, bit bigger. 6'3", 232. He looks bigger maybe because he's so, he's so yeah. stout. Uh, 6'3", 232? Okay. I think that's his number. Yeah, he's built yes. like a tank. I mean, he's big. When you see his body, you see his chest, his arms. I looked him up yesterday. His shoulders. He's a big boy. 6'3", 232, 232. to be exact. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I would have thought he was like more closer to 6'5". But um, he's a big boy. And he's going to be 24 this year. Is he? Well, he transferred to remember he yeah. transferred. Older player played during yeah. the COVID, COVID, so he's probably playing twenty seven years now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like Stetson Bennett. How old is Stetson 20, Bennett? Twenty seven year veteran of the uh, college football season. Mahomes, you know, you said something too. Just you know, when you're talking about Mahomes, his ability to avoid the rush, right? By extending plays, slide stepping sometimes though, where you're not five eleven one ninety. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett five eleven one ninety. Yeah, he's small too. Um, but the ability to extend, play. to extend a play, that yeah. doesn't mean tuck it and run. Right. It means to extend the play. You know, and what, what stat did we tell people about going into the Super Bowl? If you were listening, one of the things that we said, even though he was a little hampered, you figured with two extra weeks to prepare or two weeks to prepare, uh, as, as vaunted as that pass rush for the Eagles was, no quarterback in the NFL this year was better at avoiding sacks than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes was only sacked, York, on about 10% of all of his pressures during the regular season. That was the best number in the NFL. So he is great at that. And it's not just tucking and running. It's the ability to sense and just slide step or step up in the pocket, eyes downfield, and still make plays. He was the hardest quarterback to sack this last season. 312-332-3776 is our number. We'll continue taking your Bears and NFL calls. Uh, White Sox, Tim Anderson, if you want to chime in on that, how you feel about it as a Sox fan. Were you a little annoyed? You okay with it? Are you just hoping that somehow the White Sox use all this to fuel them to a great season? Uh, more than happy to take your phone calls on all that. Plus, we're going to play McKnight at the movies coming up next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Every Thursday at this time, we play McKnight at the Movies. It's one of the best times of the week, Yurko. We love this. We got it quick last week, remember? Naked Gun, we were on it quick. You got it I quick. I got it quick. Johnny on the spot. I've struggled. I've been on the struggle bus. Let's see what we've got, uh, what Connor's got cooked up for us today. It's yeah. brought to you as always by the Village Hold of on. Elmwood Let's Park. Let's contemplate. Go ahead. You can do the commercial. Okay. Village of Elmwood Park, of right. course. Uh, you got Restaurant Week is going on all the way uh, this week through Sunday. Today, you're going to get a gift card to Masa Cafe. Masa Cafe. Yes, indeed. Masa uh, so, Cafe. Oh, now, now, you want to contemplate a little? What, are you yeah, I'm, I'm contemplating like the time of year. President's Day. Where are we at? Maybe before the Oscars. Maybe an Oscar movie. Ooh. Something like that. Before the Ooh. baseball season. Maybe a spring training major league type situation. Good thing. Ooh. So that's see. Ooh. All right. So, and he's going there now. So yeah. I hope I didn't just give it away. Sorry. When are the Oscars? I'm channeling it. They're coming Not up there. Matters Remember anymore. they do it earlier than they had to? I think we still March 12th. Do we still have the SAG Awards coming up? 
SAG Awards are, yes, they are coming up. I think they just had the, the British uh, Awards last week. Who's winning? Do we know? Oh, on, on the Western Front. SAG Awards are Sunday. Yeah, on the Western Front. What's they, up, they, fellas? Did so they remade All's Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah. It's just a straight remake? All Quiet on the Western Front remake. Wow. Yeah. Incredibly violent. Is it? Oh, did well, you what see do you think it? War Very is? dark. What do you think Bad, War yeah. is? Did you ever see the original one? No, I read the book, though. Oh, really? Yeah. It was required in high school to read it for me. We oh. didn't have to read it. We in high read school. The Hobbit. We didn't read The Hobbit in high school. I read either. The Hobbit and I read The, the Toy. T O Y. Ah, uh, boy. I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird boy. Yeah, T O Y. Not the movie they made. Not no. Not the Richard Pryor movie. No. They made, was it? No. <laughs> the Toy. A classic. The Toy. Uh, I don't remember that uh, that book, actually. Yeah, but The Hobbit. We used to have to read The Hobbit. We didn't have to read The Hobbit. I, That's how I knew about Bilbo. Yeah. Bilbo Baggins, the little bastard. All right. <laughs> Had the infinity blanket. He put it on him and he disappeared. And a monster was trying to Bilbo chase him Baggins, down in there. That he had a ring. He had some sort of ring that was good for him, well, too. Wasn't that part of the Lord of the Rings? Isn't it, it all was. the same stuff? I guess it was. The Hobbit is the... Is, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, not, I don't read those. That's so. not the Fellowship of the Kings or the, the Return of This or that. It, it's not part of the three. It's but but J.R.R. Tolkien, he's the... Yeah. Right, he wrote all right, those. Though, right, right. The Hobbit is like a, a standalone. It's a standalone. Got it. Side piece. It's side piece. Right. Yeah, you know what a side piece is, I know what a side piece is, Yurko. Yeah, it's like you got a 9 millimeter here then you got your side that's piece not your what ankle. i think of a side piece no no oh, okay. i thought you meant something else well, what, 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 what else is a side piece i won't say it can you help me no <laughs> I won't say it. all right here we go when you think you know first correct caller 312-332-3776 mcknight at the movies here's part one our scene opens in the midst of a conversation between two men while dozens in the background mill around after they've all completed some kind of task it's a fairly crowded space, not an unfamiliar one to everyone listening to this bit. We've seen or been in a space like this before. Still, for this level, we can tell that it's just, it's not top-notch. It feels cut-rate, dime store, cheap. Anyway, a younger man, one of the main characters in this decidedly ensemble cast, is asking an older guy a question. It's an innocent one, if delivered crudely, but then this can be a crude business at times. The answer from this older guy has surprised the young buck. The older fella is, is cheating. And our young phenom isn't surprised that he's cheating, but instead how this wily veteran is cheating. Yurko got it. You're, you nailed it. You nailed it, my friend. And I got it towards the end of that clue, but yeah, you are 100% right because there's a little tip off at the end, and now the phones are lighting up. I think everybody. A bit on our actors. The old guy is one of those where it felt oh, like he was in everything for about a decade. Actually, he was a pretty solid athlete before he started acting, and you can see it in this movie. He is an elite, oh, that guy actor. The kid was a hot shot at this point. This movie was right there in the heart of his first bout of stardom, and there would be a second decades later. It would not be pretty. But for some reason, we all watched this downward spiral of his. Also in this scene, but without a line, is another infamous 90s star. Fun fact, he actually helped kick off the superhero phenomenon that still rages through movie theaters today. Yes, he did, with a great movie. Here we go, part three. Back to our scene. The older guy is completely fine with having to cheat. It's about finding an edge to stay in the game. He has refined cheating to an art. Every surface of his body has something slathered on to help give him a little something. He ends his sermon by telling the kid that someday he'll have to reach for the same. This is the second time we've visited this movie. Not something we do often here in the bit, but it's our annual rite of spring. A reminder to everyone that when it's all against you, there's only one thing left to do. 
win the whole effing thing. Great stuff. Uh, different scene, but we've done the movie before. And let's see, I think Rick and Schaumburg is our winner. Rick, what's the movie? Major League. Of course, it is Major League. Sit tight, buddy. They'll get you a gift card to Massa Cafe. Thanks, Downward Park. Here is the reveal. What's that on your chest? Crisco. Bardol. Vagisil. Any one of them will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. Of course, if the umps are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno inside my nose, get it running, and if I need to load the ball up a little, just wipe my nose. You put snot on the ball? I haven't got an arm like yours. I gotta put anything on it I can find. Someday you will too. Excellent stuff. Uh top three baseball movie of all time, I think, Major League. I think I it mean is. to guess it before we even did the You bit. you did it, Yurko. You did it. You guessed spring I training, right yes. passage. I talked myself into it. Something like Major League, and boom. I got it before. I and again, it's not because I heard it. But the minute they said it and they started describing it, I started laughing. You're going to write away. gave me the pen. I gave it to him. I, I guessed it before we even did it. You did. Uh, your favorite baseball movie, which is it? Oh, not bang the drum slowly. No? That's I, a depressing movie. I was a fan of The Natural. Really? I like The Natural. I like The Natural. Yeah. I do. I do. And uh, but, but I'll be honest. Um... The one I like with Buttermaker. Yeah, you love, you love Bad News Bears. I think Bad News Bears is absolutely fantastic. Bull Durham. Sandlot would be Sandlot. right there. So Bad News Bears, Sandlot. Before we ever get to the adult movies, the kid baseball movies are the ones that I like the best. Sandlot's awesome. So there you go. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. The, the original, not breaking training, not going to Houston, not going to Japan. Not Japan. None of that stuff. Just the Bad the News Bears. The original Bad News Bears. Well, Walter Matthau. Uh, yeah, I would say Bull Durham. Major League, Sandlot. I think it's those three. They made a lot of good baseball movies over the years. Yes, they did, Kurt. We're due for another one. Rich is in Goshen, Indiana on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rich? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. I appreciate you taking my call. Love listening to you. Thank you. Hey, I just want to have a comment about this trading Justin Fields away and taking Bryce Young. Uh, I'll I'll quote uh, another ESPN commentator earlier this week that said Bryce Young is a hundred nothing hundred nothing pounds six foot nothing and he's he's not shown anything in the NFL. We know what we have with Justin Fields. He's got size. He runs people over if he has to. We would love for him not to have to do that yes. all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and the passing will come, but Bryce Young. I mean. To me, another Tua Tagovailoa or Kyler Murray. I mean, undersized guy. You hit him one a few times, he's gonna be on the injured list, and then what you got? Yeah, that's the biggest fear. This, like, I mean, I'm not kidding, guys. Uh, and Rich, thanks. If he were an inch and a half taller and another 15 pounds, there would be. I don't think there would be much of a debate. I don't. I think the one thing that's gonna potentially, and Bryce Young might still go number one. Bears. Likely trade out of there. Somebody still could go up and want Bryce Young more than right. anybody else. Yes. But I don't think there would be nearly as much debate if he were just a little bit bigger. Howard's in Skokie on ESPN 1000. Hey, Howard. What's up? Hey, guy. How you been? First hey, of all, best baseball movie ever. Bang the drum slowly. It's so depressing, though. But it is a good movie. It's well done, for hey, sure. It, it, great acting. It is. It's wonderfully acted. You're right about that. Okay. Number two, maybe 
The Pride of the Yankees. I, you believe it or not, I've never seen Pride of the Yankees. You're showing your age. Yeah, by that's the way, old school, Howard. Yeah. I, I, I'm, excuse me, I'm 63. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I am Baltimore or I am the Giants, I trade the quarterbacks. There no quarterback is worth 20% of the payroll unless his name is Pat Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. There's only a few. And for for Jones or Jackson, who do not who have not shown anything, wanting forty five million guaranteed a year, trade him to Houston, trade him for two ones, and try winning with a rookie quarterback or a first year quarterback. These guys aren't that good. That wouldn't you be know, good Mahomes, for the Bears. Allen, Mahomes and Allen maybe, and I'm saying maybe on Allen. But who else do you want to give $45 million guaranteed a year for five years? Watson hasn't turned out too good for Cleveland right no, now. No, it has not. And maybe that bounces back with, you know, once he gets more into the swing of things. Um, I'd say Burrow's, but you can't, but you, I'd say Burrow's but, yeah, worth Burrow, it. Fine. So, Burrow, so you have three. Yeah. But Burrow, you're talking about top three, four quarterbacks. Jackson's not a top five quarterback. And I'm not sure Jones is a top ten. You can't use 20% of your salary. For one player, yeah. Uh, the only place maybe it's the only place you do it is quarterback. I don't know, yeah. Howard. Thanks, buddy. Now the only um, place you do it is the quarterback position. That's what's happened over the course of time. You've always said that. that That's if what you it's look, been. It's about Your 20%. quarterback, you can allocate twenty percent for a top line. Howard's point is there aren't that many top line quarterbacks. Well, Most I, of them don't agree. deserve it. I agree one thousand percent with Howard. Yeah, you know, you might have four guys that deserve it. That's right. Maybe five. Talking about. If you got twenty percent of the quarterbacks that that deserve it, that means you're at eight, no right. six, six uh, and a half, twenty yeah, percent yeah. of the league. Yeah, yeah, that's right, right? Yeah, yes, six and a half. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Mahomes, Burrow, uh, I guess Allen, but I don't know. Probably, uh, probably Herbert at some point. Maybe Jalen. Maybe. Maybe. I mean that's fine. You know, Rogers. I would say Rogers is still great. I well, mean, as much as we might not like him, and he well, he, just because he's going to be, he's going to be the Brady. He's going to have a year yeah. or two left, and it's going to be over, and then you won't be thinking about him anymore when you talk about top flight quarterbacks. But that's six guys. You're, there, there's your six, probably right. Like it's probably about it. That's it. But it does seem to be the going rate. If you have anybody sort of competent, it's just like, well, we got to pay the quarterback now. He's kind of good. He's not Mahomes. He's not Burrow, but he's kind of good. Well, we got to give him twenty percent. More of your calls coming up, 312-332-3776. we got plenty of weeks to still debate and discuss what the Bears should do. I don't like Howard's idea of uh, those teams trading quarterbacks to the Colts and the Texans, though. That doesn't do the Bears any good. Howard's a Viking fan. He doesn't care. I care. Don't call up with that anymore, Howard. Yeah, that's silliness. We, we don't want that. We want the Colts and we want the Texans coming up to get the Bears pick. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. No. Number five on the clock, steal by Dolby. Two on one with Kane. Dolby waits, sets up Kane, he scores! It's not the first time he's been noticeable like that in the game for the Blackhawks this year. Kershaw with Kane, he scores! Patrick Kane with a second goal, third point of the period. The Blackhawks have tied the game at three. Look out here. He's got Sonobi with Kane. Dougie moving in. He scores! 4-3 Blackhawks. 
10 points in the last four games. The Hawks have won them all. It's not how you draw it up, guys. He's going out with a bang if he's going out, though, I guess, Yerk. 10 points in the last four games. Hawks, they beat Vegas. Wow, he's motivated. Yerk, they beat Vegas, they beat Dallas. Yeah. The two best teams in the West. He's motivated. If he's motivated, why isn't he traded? Because I think he's, he's the got one to holding approve. it up. He's the one that's got to approve. Well, that's what happens. When you win a handful, you won two, uh, I believe, when, when they signed a deal. They were here in 08, so it's 08, 9, 10. After 10. 10 year, there were 10-year deals, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, after uh, 10, 11, 12, after 13, I think they gave them the 10-year deal. I think that's right. That that seems to reason. Yeah, because if they were 19, 18, 19, it's when they were 24 that they received them. Or after 20, you know, 23 years of age, mm-hmm. they got them. That's why I think it was after the 13 championship that they got their contract. I uh, I missed uh, the opportunity last night, and I normally do this, and I forgot. I uh, bet Kane to score against Dallas. He's, Patrick Kane has scored oh, did more. Did you see him? Yeah. He has scored more goals against the Dallas Stars than any other team in the league in his career. And I usually bet that when they play Dallas, and I forgot last night. And you night. didn't. I know. 64 career games, Yurko, against the Dallas Stars. 32 career goals. For Patrick Kane, 76 points. I think the points is the most he's got against any opponent as well. So he's always done extremely well against Dallas. And I was mad at myself for forgetting to make that bet yesterday because, like I said, I normally do it. But uh, this is not what you want. You don't want to start winning games now. It should have been traded already. I guess there's some buzz that maybe New York could still be in, York after all this. Like the Rangers could still be in. I don't know. I think it's Kaner kind of dragging his feet. That's just what it sounds like. I wish he wouldn't drag his feet. Me too. Dragging his skates. Can't tell a guy he's got to go somewhere, though, I guess. He's earned the right. But, man, if they could just get something. But don't win too many games now. He's on this heater, and it's like now all of a sudden you're winning games. Jake, does Dallas uh, well-supported down there in Big D? Jake's our resident. It is. It is. But I was going to say, with the game last night, I've been to a few Blackhawks and Stars games down there. So many transplants. I bet. Yeah, a lot, I of, mean, lot, of, lot of Hawks. It's fans, a right? sea of red over there. Yeah. So to have a game like that, to be down 3 nothing last night, to come back. And then they almost had the buzzer beater. Sagan almost had a buzzer beater like Kane did the night before. Oh, really? Yeah. With uh, I think it was literally .3 seconds away, the puck crossed the line. Damn. So I would love to see Kane, though, well, and, and a green jersey. But he doesn't – I would – I doubt uh, he would want to go to Dallas. I would yeah. doubt he would want to go to Dallas. Although yeah. he got a chance to win, maybe. I don't know. Listen, if he's not going to go anywhere, cool off a little at the very least, right, yeah. Dirk? Whatever you do, geez. At least cool off a little. The Hawks are still trying to suck hard for Bedard. Luke's in Lockport on ESPN 1000. What's up, Luke? Hey, guys. Are you sick of talking about the Bears-Justin Fields thing yet? Nah. Because, <laughs> all right, like, I got a concept that I haven't heard anybody bring up, and I apologize if it has been. But so we keep talking about Bryce Young versus Justin Fields, and which one's better. But nobody seems to be thinking about the capital here that uh, that that number one is worth. Because the concept that's in my mind is you're not trading the con- you're not trading away Justin Fields to pick up uh, Bryce Young. You're trading away Justin Fields, Will Anderson. The number 35, possibly a fourth round and possibly a first round next year for Bryce Young. And what on earth? Because there's four NFL, maybe five NFL starters in that. Is an untested rookie worth five starters, much less a potential MVP quarterback? I hope. For the Bears' sake, I hope. (laughs) 
I mean, I think it is. I mean, I think history shows us that teams are willing to make moves like that. And look what San Francisco did to get Trey Lance for crying out loud. Well, no, I understand that. I mean, but would the Bears want to give all of that up for a slight potential upgrade in quarterback? Oh, oh, I see. No, no, I see what you're saying. No, probably not. Probably not, Luke. That's the thing. I mean, that's that's an insane amount of cap. We talk about a transformative pick. This is why this is transformative because you're changing the entire defensive line or offensive line. You're, you're, this is these draft picks alone are worth what twelve wins over the next three years. So that's that's a huge, huge amount of wins. And I, I would hope that the Bears don't even consider this. But I do hope that they they keep touting Bryce Young as oh maybe maybe. So that that yeah. draft capital price keeps yeah. going up. Absolutely. No, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. I think that's why we said that from day one. They should go into the offseason and just sort of play the game. Maybe they've sat down with Justin and they told him the whole thing. Hey, this is how it's going to go. We love you, dude. You're our quarterback. We're going to play it this way. Just to drum up as much interest as we can to try to set our franchise up going forward and try to build the proper team around you. I, I don't mind that there's all the buzz that's out there. I mean, it's probably good for them. if that, you know. And The more talking heads you get, you know, the raving about Bryce Young, right. raving about raving about Anthony Richardson, York, and the move that you've let, uh, let documented every, yeah. that he's made. Let hey, everybody go crazy. Let everybody go nuts, man. It's good. It's good stuff for the Bears. Ryan's in Skokie. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, first off, I had to listen to 670 score for three weeks. I am so glad I'm driving my wife's car today because I get to listen to you guys. Oh, um, but with that said, I'm a big Justin Fields guy, but my question is, if he does not make – say, like the Pro Bowl or something the next three years and extend his contract, how much savings do you think the Bears would have in terms of cap space if they did draft another quarterback and let him go uh, for the contract? What do you mean? If, not, like right. if they draft, a, if you draft a, a, a rookie quarterback now? Well, no, no, no. So, like, so he gets his next contract, right? Say, like, $20 million okay. a year. So they say $40 million. Mm. Would that forty million savings be worth taking a quarterback now mm. that could potentially offset that with, like, say, D lineman or a stud uh, wide receiver, just another Pro Bowl caliber player that Justin Fields would potentially not be if when that contract comes off. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I totally follow uh, Ryan. Like, if if they sign him, so like, let's say next off season, you mean they go and they extend? He has a good year and they extend Justin Fields. Is that what you're asking? If yeah, if he gets his next contract, if he gets his, his next contract. contract? Is worth like, well, it's like twenty million. Right? Yeah, that well, seems hard. That no, seems no, unlikely though, yeah. because then, that's going to be too low. I mean, and right. if it's if that's all you think he's worth, you're probably not keeping him. To be honest. Twenty million is not really the ballpark anymore for what uh, an elite level a quarterback is going to get paid. But but I mean, if you believe in him, you think he's going to improve. You can always give him that fifth year option, pick that up at the, at the end of next year. It gives you two years to negotiate a contract with him. Right. Things are only going to get more expensive. Yeah. I mean, they're not getting more expensive than the fifty four million that's getting paid to Deshaun Watson. Twenty seems too low, Ryan. To be quite honest, it just does. Well, twenty seems too low. Forty four is the going rate. Because there's a lot of room between twenty and forty-four. Yes, there is. Yeah, would twenty-four million? Twenty-nine be too little? Um. Okay. Now would, you're talking. Would, now you know. That's what I'm saying. Depends would, on the kind of year Justin Fields has. Would be thirty be too little? Only only he would know. Mm-hmm. But not every quarterback is the best quarterback. And I, the Kirk Cousins thing. If it doesn't blew seem everything to out. It I know it blew everything out of the water. The Sean Watson thing yeah. blew everything out of the water. Yeah. 
Doesn't seem to matter. And I think we can all agree Deshaun Watson is not the best quarterback out there. No, he is not. No. But one team got desperate and one team went goofy. The problem is you've got to have people going desperate and getting goofy for you. And you've got to be in a position where that can happen. Mm. And no matter what Deshaun Watson did or what he was accused of, didn't seem to make a difference because one team needed a quarterback so bad. One team was desperate. Got him nowhere this year, but he also only played, what, how many games did uh, Watson have to miss? 11? Was that what it was? Yeah. Played six games? It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Crosstalk in 12 minutes. Looking forward to that. Vikings Scott. His beloved Vikings didn't win the Super Bowl, Yurko, but he's still a happy camper. No, they didn't. Because his daughter works for Kansas City, and I think she'll have two Super Bowl rings now. Scotty, what's up, buddy? She's racking up the jewelry, about 30K oh. worth in three years of working for a team. Not too bad, I guess. Not too bad at all. And uh, no signs of slowing down, let's face it. They're pretty good. Not with that guy at quarterback. No. I mean, talking about unbelievable. I know. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, Carm, three weeks from today about now, You'll probably be making some X outs on your bracket because the oh. first games will be over. First round of games are at start eleven o'clock three weeks from today. Oh, is it really so three gonna... weeks from today already? Damn. Yes. That's awesome. So I'm going to test your little basketball, college basketball now. Oh, he doesn't okay. have Remember any. last year, I came in on that Wednesday before on the call, and I said, "Hey, there's two bets I like. My teams, you know, picking them, picking the winner. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to take chalk, isn't easy. But I said, take the over five and a half of the highest seed going to make the final four. And that over the total of 14 is going to be over 11 and a half. So I gave everybody a chance to make money last year. You better be listening to you. I'm going to listen to you this year. So uh, there's two conference leaders right now, two smaller conference leaders that are undefeated in conference play. Any idea? Uh, Houston? Nope. They got one loss. They got one? Within theirs. Um, smaller conference. Somebody in the Ivy League? Not, not St. Nope. Mary's. No. So we have Oral Roberts in the Summit. Ooh. And we have Eastern Washington in the sky, big sky. All right. And then do you remember, Carm, can you name it all the final four teams from last year? Uh, North Carolina. Right. Kansas. Okay. Uh, Houston. Houston? Incorrect. No, I was going to say. I don't think so, no. Duke. Duke. Uh, Correct. Duke. Duke was one. And another blue blood that was a two seed. It was, and it was... um, Damn! How could I not remember the final it four? It wasn't from Kentucky. No, it wasn't Kentucky. It they was... lost to St. Peter's in the first round. That's remember? right. That's right. It was. Uh, was it a team from the uh, Big East? Woohoo! There we go. <laughs> it Connecticut was, uh, or Villanova? Excuse me. It was uh, Villanova. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. So it took us yeah, a while, so but we I'm, got there. You know, me and York are big in this. To me, it's exciting time and. You know, I love the aspect of it because of the fact Cinderella's do live like St. Peter's making the Elite Eight last year. Oh, the St. Peter's thing last year was incredible. And then you still get blue bloods and all that, so you can have fun with it, but there's a lot of things. So the one thing I would recommend to people right now, look on your DraftKings app or whoever you follow Mm -hmm. and look for the the odds to make the final four. Not who's going to win it because you get some good odds. Like right now, you can get Maryland at 20-1 to to make the final four. All right. Is there one you like? Is there one you want to give out? It is so tough right now. The one that I kind of like to make the final four as a not favorite, but in the middle of the road is Marquette at seven to one. Okay, Marquette. Uh, they're at seven very to solid. One. I think you know the rankings right now, as far as I'm concerned, conference wise, 
goes Big 12 easily. And then, to me, the Big East has six really good teams. You don't know if their depth goes any further. And then the SEC with, obviously, Tennessee and that. But you saw when those those rankings came out last week where they showed, like, the top 16, there was five Big 12 teams in there. This guy knows his college buckets. All right, call back uh, on the eve of the tournament with some of those uh, other over-unders and totals and things that we're going to do. And once again, okay? always hard to pick it, but you got to take some shots at some big money. You know, throw a little mm-hmm. couch change on there sure. at a 7, 10 to 1 to make the Final Four. Yeah. Might be somebody you don't even think of like right now, but just All throw right. it out there and see what happens. I love it. The call us back before right. the tournament. All right, Scotty, see you, buddy. He loves his college hoops. You do too. So the tournament starts on the 16th this year? Yes. Boy, St. Patrick's Day is a Friday. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, my God. That's what the kids are calling Uh, for, a bloodbath. uh, Day two of the tournament, St. Patrick's Day. I don't want to be anywhere near it, Yurk. Why? (laughs) I'm too old. Come on. I know a lot of people go for round two. Second round, the second weekend. Well, oh, it's yeah. amateur hours the first weekend. Well, I just mean he. I mean he. Like in the city, oh, St. Patrick's. You got a good job for the city. It's St. Patrick's Day. The second day of the tournament's going to be. So is the Southside Irish parade on the week before. Uh, it's probably the, the week. I'm, I'm week guessing before. it's the twelfth. Yeah, right? yeah. That's it, usually it, they do. They it. won't wait until no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think they'll do it on the twelfth. Um, it's going to be a bloodbath in around here. Holy cow! You sound excited. Kyle. I wonder if we're going to be out and about anywhere. For the tournament, we were at over under last year on Halstead. That place was fun. That was a good. Remember that? Yeah, that was a good spot to watch all the games. Yeah, I'll be at Pinehurst for the tournament. Damn, first. Yeah, I told you, I'm leaving the 15th. Oh, Yerk. Wednesday morning. I'm high. I'm. It's I'm, like your favorite thing. I'm on a gonna jet be plane. Yeah, I'm on a jet plane. Well, you guys will have fun watching right, listen, that. Night. I'll be able to preview it. I mean, we come the Monday after the selection Sunday. So when you're leaving, I'll be on the, here for that. You're leaving on the fifteenth. I'm leaving on the fifteenth. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna need your picks. People want to know. Of dude. course, you're gonna have my picks. Are you guys then planning after golf? You're just you guys are gonna get together, watch games yeah. on at night. Yes. Uh, Thursday and Friday. Yes. Good for you get guys. Yeah. Saturday. We got a Saturday hurts. round. I might be out and doing out and about by myself. They got a nice Irish bar over there. At, uh, uh, I bet in, they do. Pinehurst. Yeah. We'll be in there drinking it up, having a good time. Well, I used to love St. Patrick's Day, but man, now you, on a Friday you're gonna by by, by eleven o'clock you're gonna see kids puking up and down the street. The old man's gonna be fifty six this year. I can tell you, I can't drink like I used to be able to drink. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Mm-mm. I don't have the wherewithal anymore. You don't have the capacity. I don't have it no more. I know. It, it's quick. It's quick. I got to be very careful all the time. Yeah. Because uh, I. You don't want to knock yourself out. Yeah, I'm done. Quick, I'm making a phone call. Hey, uh, Pappy needs a ride. Pappy. Hey, Pappy needs a ride. I love hey, how- Pappy needs a ride. What, what happened? Yeah, I've been drinking for twelve minutes. I'm drunk already. <laughs> you know, twelve minutes. I'm hammered. That's all it takes now. Jake uh, is with us today, and so is Charlie. Jake and Charlie are both younger, and they're both not Chicago natives. Jake, as we always talk about, grew up in Dallas. Charlie's from the Pacific Northwest. Have you? How long have you guys been here? Have you been here for St. Patrick's Day yet? Uh yeah. We I was at the one last year. Okay, and then, so you were here last. And then Jake and I went started at DePaul in 2017. All right, so you guys came for how? That's right. So you have experience, St. Patrick's. Seasoned veterans now. I You're think. seasoned vets because we're yeah. I mean, in Dallas, they're not doing much for St. Patrick's Day. I'm guessing, right, Jake? No, and I think that's why I don't really celebrate it here. See, if you're not from here, if you're not from Boston, New York, I, or, or here, right? like Charlie, I, did I you was, guys? Well, I was born in the suburbs of here, and I grew. Okay. And like my whole family's here, so we would all, like when I still lived here, we would do like a family St. Patrick's Day so, together. But obviously now so it's quite know. different. Oh but yeah, it's, it's. We also missed out on two years of it because yeah. of COVID. Yeah, that's true. 
So everybody's going to be going out, going nuts for. I was moving. I do love St. Pat's. It's it's fun, but it's last year I was moving during St. Patrick's Day, and I was just so annoyed with everybody. People puking everywhere. I'm That's trying to I'm move saying. my couch in. And I was not moving and, during St. Patrick's. I mean, it's poor planning on my end, but <laughs> Charlie's puking on my doorstep. That's not true. Are you guys live? Are Maybe. you guys neighbors? No, he lives oh. in the. He lives like right here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know where Jake lives. Jake lives close. He lives walking distance. Don't give away my full address. I won't. Don't worry, Jake. I'm well, not going to give away Something North Dearborn. <laughs> he does not live on North Dearborn, but Jake does live close. But people looking for me right now. I know. <laughs> not surprised, Jake. Uh, St. Pat's, uh, when it's on a Friday or Saturday, I feel like it's even, I don't know. It's yeah. ramped up even more. I mean, everybody always celebrates that Saturday anyway, I guess, before. I'll but be back like, Sunday, though, Carm. You come back Sunday? Yeah, I'll come back Sunday. So how many rounds are you playing? We're playing four rounds. Four rounds? There. Wednesday afternoon, we're going to be at Southern Pines. Then I think we play number four Man. on Thursday. We play number two on Friday. That's the, that's the championship course, And we right? play number eight. How many courses do they have? They've got nine courses there, but they've Jeez. got Mid Pines, Pine Needles, Southern Pines. Wow. Um, they've got Tobacco Road that's close. They've got a lot of golf courses down there. A lot of golf, there. man. A lot of guys going out to play Forest Creek. All right. It's a private club that they got on. So, Ooh, good for them. Yeah. I had to tag along one of these golf trips. And the 10th one, Tom Doak, they just announced, is developing the 10th, Pinehurst number 10. And I'll have you know, the U.S. Open will be there in 2024. Uh, I did remember that. And I will have in-depth knowledge on number two, having played it about five, six times now. I'm leaning on you for all my gambling next summer. I lean on me. Black and Abdallah. You're not strong, Carmen. Uh, Black and Abdallah have the final word. And then it's going to be crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. We're back in two. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. That's wow. a good looking duck. I wanted you to see what it looks it like. It is. Look at this I mean, duck. That's a see. good they're, looking they're duck. When you see that, you know. It's a oh, that's a beauty. It's yeah. a good-looking duck. You've never seen a beautiful, yeah. beautiful duck. Looks that, like that, that, uh, that's a certified duck looks like boy. it's going to yeah. yeah, I was going to say, going to put out a mediocre rap, yeah. rap album. Deep